Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. And now for today's show. Today I have a special podcast with Amanda Hatfield. This is what I'm calling Wisdom from the Tribe. There are so many people in the tribe that have done amazing things and are well on their journey to peace and calm. And so I'm hoping that you will get a few pearls, if not many pearls, from Amanda today. Welcome, Amanda, to the show. I'm so glad you would take time to be with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Well, you've done amazing things. I have to say, I've enjoyed being on this journey with you and watching you uh, move so far from when we very first met. So I'm hoping that today you'd be able to share. Let's start at the beginning. Um, Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how your uh, early days of anxiety started. How did you notice what was going on? Okay, sure. So I, um, as you know, have had anxiety for pretty much my entire life for as long as I can remember. Um, When I was really young, I used to get horrible stomach aches all the time. And it just really, you know, stressed me out. We thought I was having all kinds of medical conditions. And when I went and had all of the tests done there, they kept telling us nothing was wrong. So they then referred us to my first um, therapist, um, and that I had to be probably under 10 years old. Um, so that continued, and then as I got older is when I started to have panic attacks. Um, I had my first panic attack at a Christmas party dinner, so like a public eating setting, mm-hmm. and then Um, anxiety was always really tough for me eating in front of people. Um, any cafeteria, um, restaurant, anything like that was really tough. Um, and then it sort of generalized more to just anything and everything I could have anxiety about. So I started getting help, um, pretty regularly when I was in high school. So that was, um, about 10 years ago when that started. Um, and they recommended me to a psychiatrist, which sent me down a whole other path of issues. Um, medications were not the right answer for me at all. Um, but I did take all kinds of antidepressants. And then when those weren't working, they prescribed me benzos, um, which I ended up getting very dependent on. And when I came off of those, After years of basically just numbing myself and not feeling any sort of emotion is when everything just kind of hit me full force. Um, So dealing with that for the last few years, like everything that I had covered up for all that time um, had really been a struggle. Yeah, that was a big, that was another hurdle that you had to jump over, Amanda, was not only were you dealing still with your anxiety and your panic, but now you had to deal with coming off of some pretty heavy duty medications. Yeah. Yeah, right. So that was, yeah, another, just another huge struggle for me. 
Um, but I am obviously now a huge proponent of no medication because over this past year, I would say, I have made crazy huge strides in my recovery. Um, last year at this time, I was it, just a, a wreck, honestly. I could not do anything I wanted to be doing. I would get so frustrated constantly. Um, I just, I had absolutely no hope of getting better. And that's a sad place. That's a tough place to be. Now let's, let's see where you were in your medications at that point. You had been, you were off of them by then, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it's been almost four years since I've taken any medications. Yeah. So it's been a while now. Um, but still last year at this time I was really struggling. Um, I didn't have very many coping skills, um, anything like that. And what's funny is I actually, started listening to podcasts because my office mate had suggested the um the serial podcast to me so I was interested in that I didn't even know podcasts were really a thing (laughs) um and when I when I discovered the world of podcasts um I was like I wonder if there is like self-help anxiety stuff here so I just typed in the word anxiety and found your podcast and that's actually how I got started with that. What a good find, huh? Yeah, I got very lucky. (laughs) Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. And another thing you did was uh, you joined the Facebook group, right? I did. So I was listening to the very early episodes before you were even the host. Mm -hmm. And I kept hearing stuff about the Facebook group. And I was like, you know, I wonder if this still exists. Like how up to date are these podcasts? So I just did a search. And when I found that group, it like opened up this whole world of anxiety support that I did not know before then. Sometimes the podcast, it's like a one-way thing. You're just listening. There's no place to ask questions. So uh, we invite everyone to join Amanda in that Facebook group because she's very active in there as far as helping others. And so if you ever jump in there, the nice thing about the Facebook group uh, in addition to the podcast, is it's a two-way conversation. So I think that's really helpful. 
Yeah, absolutely. I I would suggest the the group to everyone. I have friends who who know my struggles who have reached out to me, and the first thing I do is I tell them about the podcast and I add them to the Facebook group. Oh, that's sweet. Yes, I do. I see that people add add like a you know a friend or a family member, and yeah, that's a great way. And they don't have to go searching for it. Right. You can just you can add them, and then they get approved. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So Amanda, you so let's see. You've gone through early therapy when you were young, and then you went through meds, and then you found the podcast, and you found the Facebook group, and then what else did you do? As because you were obviously starting to feel like you were getting some help at that point. Did you tell us how your journey went from there? Yeah, definitely. So when I started listening to the podcast, it was honestly just like a completely different take on anxiety than, and I've, I mean, I've been to many, many different therapists, um, learning the same things over and over and nothing helped, which is why I got to the point where I was like, I'm never going to get better. You know, all of these professionals that have been doing this for so long can't fix me. You know, I must be doing something wrong or I must be some crazy, severe case that just can't ever be fixed. So when I started listening to the podcast, there would be certain things that I would just listen to and it would just be like a very simple thing that you know someone would say on it and I'd be like oh my gosh like how did I never think of it that way um like when I was having issues with driving I think there was an old episode where it was said that you know there's nothing different happening in your body when you're sitting in a car as to when you're sitting at home on your couch and I was like oh my gosh you know I've never thought of it like that so it just was like a huge mind or mindset shift for me. So that when I started like noticing myself, like referencing the podcast for things, I was like, you know, this could actually be a really good opportunity for me to, you know, seek out one-on-one help. Um, so that was when I contacted you. And ever since then, I have been making huge strides. Yeah, you've done really well, Amanda. And I think it's because you actually did the things that we talked about, right? It's one thing, because sometimes when we're doing, um, we're reaching out for help, we intellectualize things, right? We, we, we get it in our head and we think, okay, I get it and that's it. But I would love if you were willing to share some of your experience, like your vacation. And so a lot of the things that we talked about in our sessions, you actually took it all into heart you embodied it and you actually went forward and did it. Um, and I'm thinking of that beach vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, one of my biggest triggers, I guess you could say is being, um, far away from an exit or like my escape or like a safe place. Um, so even being too far away from a car, if I'm, you know, if I drive somewhere, if I walk too far away from my car, it starts to make me anxious. So we went on a vacation, my boyfriend, my sister and her now fiance, we all went on a trip and I knew they were going to want to walk the boardwalk and the boardwalk is about two miles long and our hotel was completely at the other end from where we would, you know, be starting. So I knew I was going to be starting very far away and I also get really anxious when it's hot. So I knew it was going to be hot and muggy and humid and I was going to be far, far away from from where I was comfortable. So 
I um, really started practicing acceptance and floating, and that made all the difference in the world. Um, we did end up going, We get you can get dropped off at the boardwalk on one of those, like, tram things that drive mm-hmm. down and back on the boardwalk so we got dropped off at one end and when we first got there I was very very anxious I remember being like oh my gosh like I, how are we going to make this work like this is not going to go well and then I started practicing you know just like okay like what you know nothing bad is happening like just accept these feelings that are coming right now and we started making our way back down the boardwalk you know store by store and like doing all the little things you can do on the boardwalk and as we got further and further I realized that I wasn't anxious at all like there was just I had just completely accepted it and of course that's what happens when it goes away and I had another huge huge thing happen actually just this past Saturday um, I went to a concert um, for the first time in probably 10 years um, in a huge arena with thousands of people and I was absolutely terrified um and I you know just said okay I'm gonna do this whether I have anxiety or not and I know the anxiety is not gonna hurt me this is just you know hormones being released in my brain and I made it through the entire concert and managed to enjoy myself Amanda that's the first time I've heard that congratulations (laughs) yeah it was a great feeling you're the rock star now. Forget whoever's oh, on stage. I, I felt so good after I left the concert because, and you know, I'm not going to say that like I wasn't feeling anxiety because I was, I definitely right. was feeling anxious and it was, it was not an easy thing for me to do. I didn't, you know, just go and feel completely normal, but I went and I, you know, accepted the uncomfortable feelings and actually managed to enjoy the concert. Amanda, and that is the key. You just shared one of the biggest tips is that it isn't that you went and everything was hunky-dory. You went and you floated. That's the true sense of floating was to be with the anxious feeling, to be with the whatever people's symptoms are. We all have different things that can come up, to be with it. And to just float through it. And you sent your mind body so many messages by doing that. So many messages of, oh, I guess going in a big arena with a lot of people isn't really dangerous. Like we thought it was. So you were already on the ride, right? The hormones kicked in. Right. You had to ride that out. But you didn't feed it. You got to just kind of uh, float with it. Maybe some more trickled out. Maybe you got a little bit. But next time... you'll do it and you'll do it again and you'll do it again. And eventually you'll go in the arena and it won't bother you at all. Yeah. And I think that was one of my biggest problems for a while was, you know, thinking that I would only be okay if I went somewhere and felt totally fine. So every time I would go somewhere and feel anxiety, I would, you know, count that as a failure and get myself worked up and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to get better. But, you know, now I can go places and have these feelings and be like, okay, like, come on, let's do this and just let it happen. And, and then it always, you know, happens to go away when you treat it like that. Yeah. And it, the, it goes away faster than if you had been worried about it and fed it. And then you'd have a whole nother surge of 
hormones coming out, more time to spend with those uh, those symptoms, those uncomfortable feelings. Right. You've really got that piece down like really well. And, you know, I love that you uh, can admit that in the past you would be hard on yourself because that's where we get into trouble is being hard on ourselves with adding insult to injury as the old saying goes. Yeah, definitely. Um, That was a huge, huge thing for me was constantly tearing myself down, telling myself that, you know, you're never going to get better. You know, that was horrible. You know, why can't you just do these things? Just a lot of negative self-talk after already, you know, having a, a not good experience somewhere. So just, yeah, it just would add on to it and make things worse. Yeah. And so having that piece of self-kindness and caring for yourself really does make a difference. Did did you see a turning point with that? Do you remember what might have clicked to have you be a little more, more kind to yourself? Um, I don't know if I knew, know like a specific event or anything, but definitely just gradually over the past year where I have really learned to just – yeah, be a lot kinder to myself too. And that has helped a lot to, to, to lessen my general anxiety instead of constantly beating myself up when things don't go how I plan. I just tell myself, okay, well, you can try again. Like that's, that's all there is to do. Exactly. Exactly. I love that, Amanda, because that self-kindness piece is going to carry you really far as far as not igniting the anxiety. So good job, girl. You're, you're really, you're really doing it. I don't talk to you for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden all these other great things are happening. I love it. Yeah. It's been, it's been fun being able to do things that I actually want to do and like be able to get a little excited about them. I went to the concert with my sister and I knew, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but it was actually me who, you know, initiated it. I said, Hey, do you want to get tickets? Like, I really actually want to go. And she was like, what? Like, are you (laughs) sure? And I was like, yeah, I definitely am ready to try something like this. And I went and it turned out great. So Oh my gosh. I love that you uh, initiated it. You know, unlike the many weddings that you had to attend oh, uh, my not, goodness, not that yes. long ago, <laughs> you know, you were kind of, um, you didn't really initiate that. You said yes to them, obviously, but you know, it was sort of hanging over your head. This one you spearheaded and you said, Hey, let's do this. So good on you. Yeah, really definitely. Cause I mean, I was an avoider for so long. I avoided everything I didn't want to do. You know, grocery shopping, I always sat in the car. Like, I didn't even try to do these things because I was like, I don't want to feel these uncomfortable feelings. So constantly avoiding them just made them seem that much more scary to my brain. So Mm -hmm. when I started, you know, not fearing what was going to happen and just knowing that, okay, this is just a feeling. There's nothing horrible actually happening. Um, That's when I was able to start, you know, pushing myself a little bit to actually, you know, go into the grocery store and to do these things instead of being like, nope, no thanks. I'm not even going to try. Right. I hope everyone can hear this. There was a time where Amanda was sitting in the parking lot of grocery stores that she didn't want to go in because she didn't want to feel the feelings all the way to last week or two weeks ago going to a rock or a big concert in a big arena with a lot of people and and just doing it. That's a really big, big step. You've come a long way. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And I know we started. 
I know there's a lot of people on the group too that feel the way that I felt when I was starting. So, I mean, like anybody can get better. There isn't like a certain person or personality type that, you know, oh, this person's more likely to recover than this person because I thought I was one of those people that was never going to get better. I thought I was going to be constantly sitting in parking lots at stores for the rest of my life and never getting to do anything fun or enjoyable. But I started putting the work in and practicing these things and it made all the difference in the world. And now I'm actually enjoying myself. Yeah. Yeah, you are. This is, this is wonderful news. So Amanda, along those lines of, uh, you know, as we start to wrap this up here, I'm wondering if you have any thoughts about the future for yourself. Has this journey that you've gone through, has this opened up new avenues for you, new possibilities? Are you thinking about different things for the future? What's what's life going to look like for you coming up? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I am actually... Uh, feeling like I might be seeing a career change in my future. Um, I have been in the same office job for the last few years, as you know, and just not very thrilled with it, but was too terrified to think of having to go to a different office, meet all new people and all these things. And I'm, you know, finally feeling like I actually could have a future that I want and my future not be held back by anxiety. So yeah, definitely a lot of things that have opened up um, for my future, I would say. Beautiful. I love hearing that because no more, you know, you, it's fine to be where you are right now, but it's always good if you have other things in your heart and your soul that want to come out that now you know you can do them if you want to. Right. So it, before we go, Amanda, I'm hoping I want to ask if you have any words of wisdom to give the listeners. You know, there are people, like you said, that are struggling out there. They're where you were when you first started uh, with those fearful thoughts and feelings, thinking that, oh, they're different. They really, theirs is worse. They can't get better. So do you have any words of wisdom for them? Yeah, I guess just pretty much to repeat just, you know, the fact that, like, everyone can get better. Like, there is no set of criteria that you must meet for you to be a person that can live a normal life someday. Um, it doesn't have to be like this forever. You just have to be in the right mindset and open to trying different things and open to, to feeling panic, but reminding yourself that it's not hurting you. I, like I said, I was one of those people. I thought I was never going to get better. I was sure I was never going to get better. There are so many times when I would come home from somewhere and just be a crying mess, just, you know, so upset that I knew that I was going to be like this forever. And I felt trapped in my own skin and it was a horrible feeling. But, you know, even even I was able to get better. So I know that that anyone can get better. They just need the right tools and to be in the right mindset to do it. Amanda, thank you so much for sharing those words of wisdom, because it's worth repeating over and over. I know that you probably remember me saying things to you over and over again, (laughs) because it's not complicated. It's just about 
giving it the time, the space, the energy, and actually the the attention that we need to put toward it. So thank you for sharing with us. And you know, I wish you nothing but a wonderful, beautiful life. And I hope that you will always stay in touch with us over at the Facebook group and you always know where to find me. Thanks so much for listening and spending time with me and Wisdom from the Tribe with Amanda Hatfield. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 